Welcome back to another episode of Red River Shoutout. Um, I'm your host, Thomas, and I'm joined by Rob today. Rob, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing awesome, dude. We get out of work early. I already ate dinner. I've already taken a shower. I'm good to go, and I'm excited. I'm excited about this week. Uh, OU Nebraska, 11, 11 in the morning for us. I'm excited. Very excited. Yeah, you know, that's good. like you got that early kickoff. Don't have to work Saturday. Uh, hopefully, it's a good game. So let's you know, let's just jump right into it. The Oklahoma Nebraska game. Um, let me get your thoughts. Your who's going to win, and what do you see is going to happen in the game? And if you, and a little bit of the history of Oklahoma Nebraska. Well, who's going to win? If we're going, I already know. I mean, I already know before we even, you know, start a recording. Oklahoma's number three. Nebraska's unranked. Nebraska hasn't been good for a long time. It doesn't. It seems like they kind of got stuck in the wishbone, you know, running the ball, you know, when everybody else started airing it out. So they're behind, and that's what I think happened to them. They moved to the Big Ten, a different style of play, I guess you might want to say, but. They, it seems like they haven't found their place. They've they've always had crappy quarterbacks. It seems like they've always had like running quarterbacks that can't throw. And I can't remember that guy's name. Tom. What's uh, his Tom, name? The coach. Uh, coach is Scott Frost. No, the one that was there forever when they were good. Uh, Tom Frazier. No. Uh, so I'm so bad. He's the one that took them to the championships and all that, but. <clears throat> But anyway, going – this is a huge rivalry, and this is when we were the Big 8. When I was a little kid, we were in the Big 8, and we moved to the Big 12. But they have, they have, they have played 71 times straight, and that's Big 8 and Big 12. But just a little bit of the Big 12, because in 1996, they went to the Big 12 together, but they split them up. Remember, they had North and South, and I think they played a couple of the guys – Every other year in the in the in the North Division, so they didn't play Nebraska every year, so that streak ended. And so that the last time they played was 2010, and I guess math. What is that? 11 years. It's been a long time. And uh, I know there was something like, I think Nebraska wanted to keep playing them like as a non-conference schedule, but Oklahoma didn't want to, or it was the other way around, but. Somehow they just stopped playing. I don't know. I think Nebraska was actually pretty decent when they left, and they're not that good now. But anyway, so Nebraska left in 2010. That's the last time they played. 71 straight years they played before that. OU leads 45-38, and they won six out of the last seven, and they will destroy Nebraska. Mark my word. Just They're just better. They have more talent. Better, they're better, better at everything, and they're at home, so they're going to destroy them. Yeah, so you know, I kind of agree with you there. Um, OU is favored, you know, by twenty-two. Um, one thing, though, one thing I do expect from this game is Nebraska's had two weeks to prepare for this game. They were off last week. Um, they had a they had a a good game against a lower division <laughs> opponent last. Or, three weeks ago. So I think Nebraska has been preparing, but I think you'll get a half out of them. I believe you will get a half out of Nebraska. Um, 
I just know, oh, you need to be prepared for everything. Trick plays, everything you can think of that they're gonna, uh, Nebraska's going to throw out yeah. at, at Oklahoma. But, that's yeah. a good point. Hey, Thomas, that's a good point. When a team is outmatched, they, that's when the trick plays come out because you, you have to do something. Yeah, you you know, for Nebraska, like just a little kind of keys for Nebraska is like they got to take the crowd out early, you know. So if that crowd gets going and it's you know they're they're not going to stand a chance. I would like you know Nebraska needs to get up early and keep going, but I just need, I think OU is just too it's just too good on defense and offense. Um, I think OU I think. Nebraska will backdoor cover it, but I still think Oklahoma will probably win by 20, you know, 19. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think both of these teams are going to be pumped. I think it's going to be a lot of excitement in this game. And probably, like you said, you know, like, it, it may be close during the first half, but Oklahoma's depth will probably end up being too much. I mean, they have an amazing quarterback, awesome receivers. I mean, I I don't think Nebraska can hang with them. I, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like 55 to 14 or something like that. Oh, uh, so you're calling for like a, a clean blowout massacre type type of thing? Yeah. Okay. See, I, to me, I'm thinking if I was Nebraska, you know, I would look at see what uh, Tulane did good and what Tulane did, maybe get some of those uh, passing concepts together. But, you know, we'll see what happens on the field. That's why they play the game, you know. Like, on paper, OU is so much better than, than Nebraska. But, yeah. that, you know, it's played on the field. So, I let's – like, uh, I, li- I would like it if you referred to them as undefeated Oklahoma. You know, we, uh, start, <laughs> we start doing that. We start doing um, that. That might change to, you know, it might change to one and or two and one. Yeah, I know. That's gonna. <laughs> you're gonna have way too much fun if I talk too much garbage. Oh, you talk. You want to talk some, and then you lose to Nebraska. Yeah. Hey, there goes your wife's your... gonna be like, "Why? Why are you watching the OU game?" Like, because I want them to lose. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. So let's uh, we'll jump into the Texas game real quick. Um, so Texas is favored by 25 in DKR. Um, now last outing, Texas looked horrible against Arkansas. So we're playing Rice. I believe Texas should get right. You know, we we started a uh, – we switched our quarterbacks. Casey's going to be starting quarterback now. Uh, I think he's, he's deserving of a shot. You know, Sarkeesian did say both quarterbacks will play. That's good. That's good. You know, Card Card is a freshman. He's make freshman mistakes, but Casey's been there for a couple of years. He's knows how to prepare. I think he'll be a good starter. Um, I'm gonna say Texas wins, of course, but I think I think this game it needs to be a dominant win. It doesn't need to be a 35 to 21 win. It needs to be like what you were saying with Oklahoma, Nebraska, fifty-five, fourteen. Like I almost don't want them to score twice. If they if they kick three field goals, five field goals, that's fine. But only one touchdown. But I think our defense too deep is good enough to do that. 
Um, so, yeah, I, I just they need to get right going into the Big 12 play next week. Did you know Rice played Arkansas as well? Yeah, in week I saw one, that. they lost yeah. thirty-eight to seventeen, and they lost to Houston forty-four to seven. So these guys have been playing some competition. So I think they might be ready. You got you got your new quarterback. I don't see it happening though. I mean, you lose forty-four to seven to Houston. I mean, how can Houston be better in Texas? I just don't see it. But at least you have a benchmark. If you looked at who got beat worse by Arkansas. You know, you it, at least you could compare that, but yeah, I I just think um, I picked Texas. Yeah, okay, so I'll get the, I'll put that down for you, but I think you know these co- coaches just had had a good week of practice, got everybody's mind focused back in on the game, and not worry about the tabloids and people saying how good they are. Is Texas back? I'm tired of that Texas back stuff. That's just that so, that quarterback you had go, we're back, and just it, bad luck ever since that dude said that. It, that. it didn't even start then. It started when Texas beat uh, Notre Dame, and that announcer said Texas is back, folks. That's when, It started way before Ellinger was even on campus. So uh, Because he said it after that bowl win. Yeah, he said it after the bowl win, you know, after we won 10 games to beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl, and, you know, an SEC team. But, you know, yeah, we didn't have a great year after that. But, yeah, it started back with that announcer, did it in the Notre Dame game. So, uh, I just, you know, hopefully Texas, you know, goes out, wins convincingly, and we can move on to Big 12 play next week. Yeah. So, let's, uh, you want to jump into these other Big 12 games and see what we got, what Big 12 is looking like this week? Let's do it. All right, so the first game I have up, I think this is going to be, uh, this is going to actually going to be my game of the week, um, but it's going to be Virginia Tech at West Virginia. Virginia Tech coming in at number 19, 2-0, be a, beat a top 10 North Carolina team week mm-hmm. one. West Virginia's 1-1. One and one. And it's right now it's favored West Virginia three, or when, last one I get the, got these numbers, it was three points. So I'm picking – I'm going to go with uh, Virginia Tech. And so what do you think? I mean, I would have to go that way too. I, I'm not really familiar if this is a huge rivalry or they just happen to be matched up. But West Virginia lost a close one to Maryland on the road, and then they totally blew out – Long Island in week two, uh, and they're at home. I really don't know. Do you know if this is a rivalry? Because that would that would make a difference. It, it has to be some type of rivalry, right? It's you know, it's um, West Virginia and Virginia Tech. They're like right next to each other. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would have to go with the Virginia Tech because they they have to be ranked fifteen for some reason. Yeah, they're so yeah. They beat North Carolina, who was ranked number ten, right? Yeah, they beat they them. Beat, so yeah, yeah. Let's uh, give me Virginia Tech on this one. Yeah, I I, I like that. Um, so something I forgot to talk about. Uh, we talked, we discussed it a little bit earlier, or we were talking about it at work, and 
I was so the other day, our athletic director put out a uh, a video of him um, opening a box with um, what we call the Screaming Bevo logo on it, and he was talking about how we had um, unlocking the vault and having our old logos put on shirts and selling merchandise. And all I did was go on, comment on the videos, asking if we could have the Screaming Bevo on helmets for one game. Just for one game, not to change it forever, just for one game. And I got destroyed on Twitter. I, I know you have some Twitter Twitter battles go out because you're, you're Astros fans and all the Dodgers come after all y'all, but I've never, like, I hardly mm-hmm. comment. I comment. I don't comment a lot on Twitter. I like to read stuff, get information, and, you know, that's yeah. what I do. But, man, it was just, it's crazy. Like, it's still going. There's still people, like, and I, I put it on there, and it's like, like, we're not asking to change anything. We just would like to have it for one game. And all y'all, and these people are, nope, no, can't do it. Can't do it. It's like, mm. come on, guys. Like, let's, like, let's, let's, it's not, let's get to the future here. It's not the, in 1960s anymore, which things can change and it'd be okay. Like, what's, have you had, like, kind of experiences like that with uh, your Twitter battles? No, I mean, I've had tweets that kind of like semi-viral. They, You know, like if you have something that really, you know, moves, it's like every time you grab your phone, you have 18 or 20 alerts and you just keep thinking, man, this thing is never going to stop. I can't really think of the Twitter thing, but the, but with the Astros thing that I because I do the podcast, I don't try to I don't argue with anybody. I just say good one and I put the thumbs up. I, I won't argue with people because all they do is they go to your homepage and they see that you're a pod, that you have a podcast and they they try to make fun of it. Okay, B-rated podcast. I'm like, thank you. Good one. I just won't argue with them because then they'll then they'll click on it or go try to find it and try to give you a one star rating or something just to be. You know, so I try not to argue with anybody, but yeah, if you do, I mean, you just, sometimes you just got to raise the white flag and stop responding because these, some of these people keep going. Yeah, it, it's just, it's just crazy. I, I cannot believe it. Well, all right. So didn't mean to get off topic on there, but so let's go to this next game. I have is Nevada at Kansas state. Both teams are two and O. Wow. It's, it's uh, right now the favorite is Nevada by two and a half, but it's in it's been Manhattan. It's in little the Little Apple. Um, you know, I kind of like Nevada has a a good quarterback, prospect quarterback for the draft. Kind of like him, so I'm I'm leading. I'm going to lead Nevada. Both two and zero. Oh, I don't know really much. I haven't really got to watch a lot of football. I watched Oklahoma's first game, but Kansas State beat Stanford, and then both both and then they struggled with uh, Southern Illinois at home. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with you. If you say they have a prospect quarterback, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Nevada as well. Okay. Um, yeah. Like so, 
Um, Nevada, Nevada beat Cal, and then they played Idaho State. So Nevada beat Cal, and TCU had a good game with Cal. So yeah, I think I think Nevada is probably the right choice here. Yeah. Uh, so actually, we this week we get our very first Big Twelve matchup. Um, we have Baylor at Kansas. You know, Baylor's two and zero, and Kansas is one and one. They have a, they have a win in that win column. Um, they have n- no opponent that either one of us faced is anything. Baylor played Texas State and I don't know, like Texas Southern. Kansas stormed the field when they beat some Division three team or something, and then they got demolished. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who knows? I mean, they're both horrible. But Kansas has a reputation be, for being the worst. Is this a battle for last place or what? Because I, I guess I'll take Baylor. Give me Baylor in this. I'm going to take Baylor as well just because it's Kansas and can't trust Kansas. No. But I think it, uh, I, it could be a battle for last place, but I wouldn't put it past – your fit, your uh, most hated school to be back, be there down there too, which we'll talk about that. We can talk about that one now. Um, Oklahoma State at Boise State on the blue turf. Oklahoma State is two and zero. Boise State's one and one, but Boise State's actually played a couple of people, and Boise's favored by four. I'm gonna go with the the blue turf Boise State. Um, yeah, I I just can't see them losing at home to Oklahoma State that I haven't seen a good game out of yet. Yeah, I'm trying to look at Oklahoma State's schedule right now. Um, Let's see who they beat. Uh, I'm going to take a little second. Who'd they beat? My internet was cruising along earlier in the episode. Oh, there we go. Montana State or Missouri State? And then Tulsa, 28-23. Give me Boise on the blue carpet. All right, so let's see. What, let's see if we can get something different in these next two games. I don't, I don't think so. Um, no. So we got FIU at Texas Tech. Texas Tech is 2-0. FIU is 1-1. Tech is favored by 21. You have tech. to go with tech. Yeah, tech. Um, then the next next game, Iowa State at UNLV. Iowa State's favored by thirty. Wow. Um, this is might be their get right game and going heading into the big big twelve turn. Uh, they look very bad, and they're still ranked number fourteen, which is good for the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. That's, it is, but... So UNLV lost a close one to Eastern Washington. And they lost 37-10 to at Arizona State, who were ranked 23. But... I'm going to have to go with Iowa State. Yeah, I same think, here. I think... I mean, when I looked at it, I wanted to pick UNLV. I was like, it just looks like an upset ready to happen. The game's at 9.30. 
UNLV, it's their time zone. Iowa State, it's going to be, they're going to be playing at like one in the morning. These kids are going to be tired. So I don't know. Yeah, I think I saw this game is playing, the game is being played at the Allegiant Stadium, the new Raiders Stadium. Yeah, Allegiant Stadium. Yep. Yeah, so that's, that'd be kind of cool for those kids to get to play in that. Yeah. Know? Yeah. That's, that's really cool. So, well, that's, that's the Big 12 for this week. Um, we pretty much picked all the same teams. Yeah. Like, like the only real team, only real game, you know, could be interesting is that Virginia Tech, West Virginia. Um, I can see West Virginia winning because yeah. it's being at home, but I do kind of like the Hokies. Yeah. Um, so we do have some, we have five, the five, uh, marquee games um hopefully we'll get some different answers for those guys let's do it all right so we have cincinnati at indiana um cincinnati is a three-point favorite they are you know ranked in the top 10 um i i've been kind of pulling for cincinnati all year so i'm gonna stick with cincinnati Indiana has been fairly decent. In, and also, Indiana and Oklahoma have, like, identical uniforms, but they just have different helmets. Um, but is that enough? Indiana, Cincinnati. Is Cincinnati the eighth-best team? I don't know. I want to say let me, so. Who have they played? Who has Cincinnati played? The Cincinnati has played. They haven't played anybody. They played Miami, Ohio, and Murray State. And then Indiana got blown out at Iowa, thirty-four to six. If that's a blowout, and then they beat Idaho, yeah, fifty-six to fourteen. I mean, I want to go with the Big Ten team, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Cincinnati. They gotta be eight. They gotta be eight for a reason. Yeah. If you're ranked this high this early, and that's why I'm saying, you know, they're ranked high for a reason. They've got to have a lot of good players coming back to be ranked that high. Yes, they they are a very senior driven league or team. Mm. Sorry, um, mm. but yeah, they have a their quarterback Desmond Ryder. You know, I had his his stats pulled up. You know. Overall this year, he's that's 538 yards, six touchdowns, and a one only one interception over two games. Mm. So he's doing pretty well. Um, our next game we have is Michigan State at Miami. Uh, Miami is faded by six and a half. Uh, this game is. You won't be watching it because you'll be watching the Oklahoma game, but it's also at 11 o'clock. Michigan State at Miami? Yeah. Didn't Miami rank really high and they got beat by Alabama? Yeah, they're 24 right now. Hmm. I'll tell you this. I will take Michigan State. Okay. The first upset of the day. First upset of, first upset of the podcast. But is it really an upset when someone's 2-0 and and the other guy's ranked 24? 
I don't think so. I think Michigan State is they're getting they're getting votes to get on top twenty five. Yeah. But I I like Michigan State too mm. at this game. Um you know, Miami lost to Alabama and then they barely beat Appalachian State. So I I I have to go with you, but I gotta say state as well. Mm-hmm. So our next game is our first SEC matchup. Alabama at Florida. Bama is favored by fifteen and a half. Um, I don't, you know, this game's going to probably be on CBS at two thirty. Um, I'm taking Bama. Alabama for me. I don't even got. I don't even got to talk about it. Alabama are awesome. And I think uh, Florida's still trying to figure out their quarterback as well. They're using two quarterbacks right now, and you can't. I don't know. Just can't go a whole season doing that. So the next game we have, I think this is probably be. I want to say this is probably the best game of, of the weekend. Like that's not like you know the must must watch game. That's not our game. Uh, it's Auburn at Penn State. It is the nightcap at. Yeah. Um, on ABC and Penn State right now is a five point favorite. Um, who do you like in this one? Auburn. Auburn. I'm going with Auburn. All right. I'm gonna take Penn State. I don't Penn State. I I don't ever trust them. I don't know why. I just can't trust them. Not in big games. I don't trust them at all. Yeah. They, they've let you like every time we, they play Ohio State, you're like, all right, this is the year they're gonna beat them. This is the year they're gonna beat them, and they did it one year, but then they kind of they fell short the other other years. They're, they're supposed to beat them. Yeah. So the last game we have is going to be another top twenty-five matchup. It's gonna be Arizona State versus BYU. Arizona State is a three and a half point favorite. Arizona State at BYU? Yeah. I will take BYU. Okay, I'm gonna take I'll I'm gonna take Arizona State. Um I kinda like what Herm Edwards has going there. He has a a pretty good quarterback, so I want to stick with Arizona State. So, well, that's it for our game. So let's let's move into our touchdown and touchdown or turnovers. I got a couple. Are you ready for your, you ready for them, Rob? Yeah. All right. I got two, and you you don't you don't know them, so hopefully they're not the same. Or I'm gonna have to make one up. <laughs> I'll read one, you read one, and then I'll fin- I'll read one and you finish with your last one. We'll go we'll do it that way. Alright. Alright. So my first one is cold weather football games are the are the, is the just is the best time. The cold ha- being, being in the cold is the best time to watch football. Touchdown. That's my greatest memory is cuddling up with like four people in a blanket and all drinking hot chocolate 
watching football and freezing to death. Amazing. It's awesome. It's way better than being hot. Touchdown on cold weather football. Yeah, that's I definitely agree with that one for sure. Okay, me and you both talked about this at work, but I don't know if we really shared our opinions, but share with everybody else. I know it's hey, but what did you think about those the the little red uniform, the Nebraska? Uh, you know, and ha- I guess it was fake, or that they were going to wear the and uh, it, it has, looks like they're wearing overalls or something. Oh, uh, I. You think they should wear those? Okay. Like, touchdown so, or, or turnover? They should wear. They should wear those. I, okay, so I'll I'll give you two. I'll give you two different ways to answer this, or I'm going to answer this two different ways. Turnover. Mm-hmm. If I'm a Nebraska fan. Touchdown! If I'm a fan of football, of college, just college football, or those were the yeah. those like if I'm a Nebraska fan, there's no way I could I could I would want to my team to wear those. But if I'm if I'm watching college football and just turning on the game, I would <laughs> I want to see those on the field. I'm just laughing. I'm just like, laughing thinking about them wearing them. I know. Like, I, I feel the same way. You nailed it. <laughs> I'm, we're not Nebraska fans, so I would love it. I was like, what are these idiots wearing? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. The, yeah, they, they wouldn't like it. We're the, unless they won. If they wore those little red uniforms and they beat Oklahoma, the fans would want them to wear them every game. Guaranteed. Oh, for sure. For sure. All right. That would have uh, been a good one. So, uh, my 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 last question I have. This is this is a little off topic, but it's food related. Mm-hmm. Is Texas Texas barbecue is king? Oh, dude, I don't know. That's all I know is Texas barbecue. But I I do hear lots of things about barbecue in Kansas City. Is there where's where else is who else is known for barbecue besides Texas? Yeah, to me it's Texas, Kansas City, and Memphis are like the three big ones. It's gotta be Texas, because you just drive down I-35 and it's barbecue place here, barbecue place there, barbecue place here. It's yes, touchdown. Texas is king of barbecue. I uh, see. That's what that's what I say. But you, so for me, it's you can't go to Rudy's and declare that's Texas barbecue. That's not Texas barbecue. <laughs> you I have know. to you have to go to one of these little hole in the wall barbecue joints in the city. Like, you know, we live in we're here in San Antonio, and we have a bunch of hole in the wall barbecue joints. Yeah. And to me, I I prefer Texas barbecue over most over anything else, really. There you go. All right, here's mine. Touchdown or turnover, Nebraska should have never left a Big 12. Hmm. I'll say... Now it's looking like a good decision if the Big 12 is going to break up. Or or the Big 12 is kind of like in between 
the little guys and the big guys now. It's still yeah. a decent conference. Somebody posted a picture of like all the logos, and it's like that's actually a, still a pretty good conference. Yeah, I would say, I think. Here's what I mean. Here's what I mean, Thomas. Did it hurt their success? Would they have? Would they have been able to be a more elite team if they would have stayed here? Like, been able to build a better program than if think, they moved? Yeah, I, I agree. I think they would be better, better in the Big Twelve than the Big Ten. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's wrong with Nebraska. I mean, that's what I said early in the show. It's like. Everybody was airing it out, and they still wanted to run every play and run yeah. the wishbone. They were running the wishbone in you know in the two thousands. Air it out, Nebraska. Get a quarterback like oh, Oklahoma. Everybody that's listening that likes Oklahoma, we had Jeff Blake, or his name's John. John Blake. Jeff Blake's the quarterback for the Bengals. John Blake. Before that, it was the it was Gibbs that took over for Switzer when he got when he quit or whatever happened to him, and that guy was like a five hundred dude. But Blake was, uh, I think he was four and eight, or or three and nine or something, and then four and eight and five. He won like three, four, and five games, and then Stoops comes in his first year and goes seven and four, and then he go and then they win the national championship the next year. So it's, you know, a lot of people don't want to give credit for coaches, but look what he did. I mean, it was the same players, mm-hmm. except I think he went out and got Josh Heupel from like a junior college or something. Josh Heupel was a coach's son. Josh Heupel is a coach. He's a head coach somewhere, isn't he? Or yeah, not he's, anymore. no, he is. He's, uh. You keep you keep going on with your story. I'll I'll, I'll figure oh, it out. Oh, but but he went out and got a very good. He wasn't even. It seemed like Josh Heupel was was horrible. The court, all the quarterbacks after him were physically better than him. But that year, Oklahoma had a very very good defense. You know, they won the national championship, and I think they won thirteen to two, something like that, and. And that's what I'm saying. Like, Nebraska, go get a coach. Go get, you know, they should have jumped on someone like Lincoln Riley. Like, go get some offensive-minded genius and turn your team around. OU has proven throughout the years you can let someone score 40 points on you and still be a good team, Mm -hmm. you know. And that's the thing about Oklahoma. It's like, you know, how come they let, let the other team score so much? And it's and because the defense is always out on, on the field. You know, if, if you score in a minute, you know, the defense goes and gets a drink of water, they sit down and okay, we gotta get back up again. I think that's part of it. That oh, you would score so fast that the defense was always out there, always tired. But like I'm saying, Nebraska, go out and get a guru. There's plenty of them out there. Yeah, I think. Nebraska does. They see that's what they that's what they did, you know. So going back to Josh Heupel, he's actually the head coach at Tennessee right now. So mm-hmm. we'll get the you know we'll probably get to play him in a couple of years. So that'd be an interesting matchup. Yeah. But um, but that's what they did with Scott Frost. You know, Scott Frost is supposed to be 
you know, this next genius. He was supposed to, you know, he came from Oregon. He was an OC at Oregon. Then he took over at US, uh, UCF. Yeah. And then he did really good with them, that offense. But, you know, he's in his, I want to say his third year with Nebraska. And, you know, year three is usually like you got your players in, yeah. you got your offense, and you got everything kind of settled. But, you know, his, uh, Martinez hasn't proven to be a, a great thrower. He's an elite runner. I think, like, you know, if they kind of get into, like, the zone reads and options out of the backfield, you know, could give Oklahoma some problems. But, you know, he doesn't really threaten you with his arm. But So, you know, like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nebraska has been so one-sided. They're like a running team. And you, you're not going to win doing that in this this day and age. You're just not going to do it. No, you like, and I think that's why, like in the Big Ten, you can, you can run it for days and still win. That's you know, true. Win. But in the big, in the Big Twelve, I mean, they're 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 set up to play Big Ten teams. Oh yeah. You know, Michigan State and all these teams, they all pretty much play the same type of football. But I, I don't I don't know. I just don't think the Big Ten, except for Ohio State, they're the only one that has really been able to come out of there and win it all. But it's just, I don't know. I don't know why, like, Alabama and is just so much better than everybody. They just keep getting good players. And But I don't know why we're talking about Alabama. We're talking about Nebraska. But we're going to destroy them. I'm saying it again. We're going to destroy them. 55 to 14. Where am I getting 50? How do you even score 55 points? Uh, 48 and two field goals? Yeah. That's 54. Uh, so maybe you should do 54, 14. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going 55. That's, that, that's the vision I had. 55 to 14. 55. I'm going to lock it in. I'm going to lock it lock in. Lock it in. And if it's not 55 to 14, OU score will be higher. Nebraska's will be lower. It won't be the other way around. <laughs> they're gonna uh, they're gonna handle them, I'm telling you. Oh, uh, I, I I don't like I believe you. Like from not, they're I not seen, just gonna beat them. They're gonna dis- they're gonna handle them. They're gonna put it to them. I, I from what I've seen from Nebraska, it doesn't show a lot of I don't see a lot of good coming from them. No. All right, man. Well, I'm gonna call. It, that's gonna. That's the show for us today. Uh, we'll be back with a recap, and hopefully, Rob's prediction is correct. For Rob, this is Thomas, and we'll see y'all the next show.